I received an email uh-huh. and basically at Jason at, at WYURadio.com. That, that's the one. Yeah. And I was promptly schooled. Oh, that's in, right. In a, in a failure. Yeah. And uh, I, I need to apologize to mm-hmm. one of our patrons. As do I. Yeah. P- PJ, we are very sorry for how we have let you down. <laughs> you. Sorry, I'm laughing. I've wronged you. <laughs> we, uh, in a recent recording, uh, we didn't do our, our usual testing of the audio because, you know, we're professionals now, and why well, do we need to do that? And it yeah. turns out my mic wasn't on, mm-hmm. so only your mic picked it. Long story short, our, uh, our patrons actually give us money every month to make sure that the, this is the biggest, best quality we can provide, yeah, and, so and the, we let them down, and PJ called us out on it, and he's right. The folks that go over to patreon.com slash WIE, like PJ, are the ones that got us off of the old microphones, which were horrid, Yep. got yep. us onto the streaming services, so you guys never have to pay for the show. That's right. And we were called out because PJ sent us an email that said, I am sick and tired of uh, buying you guys beer, and you're not drinking beer. So we waited until 9.30 this morning, <laughs> and PJ, this is for you. It's a long intro. And I'm not sure, but somewhere in the background, I swore I heard taps playing. <laughs> I think an angel just got their wings. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> all right, now- so let's do this to you, PJ. And all our other patrons and everybody on the Facebook group and all you listeners out there, thanks for dropping in and let's get to this week's topic. HMMC. You're listening to the WYE Radio Network. This week, Aaron asks, how can I set boundaries with people that just don't get it? podcast that responds to all emergencies on and off the job. And now here are your hosts, Motor Cop and the Happy Medic. Right, so this uh, this week's ask, we got kind of a little bit a, different, kind of a heavy one, kind of a deep one. So why, yeah. why don't you dive into uh, what Aaron said to uh, us? This comes from Aaron. Uh, good morning. He's working uh, 911 private ambulance uh, somewhere in the world. And the reason he wrote us is he says, last set on the ambulance, we had two codes. And while driving code three back to the hospital with a STEMI patient, which is an active heart attack, a civilian almost clipped my ambulance. EVOC training saved my life, the life of my partner, our patient, and the firefighter in the back assisting my partner. He didn't mention any of this to the family members at the dinner table when they asked him about it because he's worried they won't understand. I can totally, totally get on board with that. Aaron is also a combat veteran of Iraq. Thank you, Aaron. Absolutely. He thinks the best movie scene that explains his feelings is the closing scene from The Hurt Locker, uh, the point where the EOD guy is explaining a suicide attack to his wife at the sink and she just doesn't get it. He says the rest of the movie is BS, but the closing gets it right. So here's his question. As a veteran and firefighter, I'm used to morning formation and garrison or muster around the firehouse kitchen table and getting the word for today's events and people who get me and I'm on the same page with. How do I set boundaries with nice people and extended family members without using the veteran knife point hand, which is the very aggressive grr, in your face, pointing at you yeah. with all five fingers? Yes. That is a great question, Aaron. That, um, that is not an easy one to no. a, uh, attack. Address, let alone yeah. solve. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
I, I have a perspective, and I'm, I'd imagine you have one as well. Mm -hmm. We have not talked about this prior to hitting record. So I, I guess I'll kind of start with my, my first knee-jerk reactions, and then we can, uh, you can give yours, and yep. then we can kind of bounce back and forth as yep. we are wont to do. A couple of knee-jerks is what we are. Absolutely. So my first, my first instinct was... I was a little confused just by the email because at one point he references a wife and then some other family members. Yeah, and he mentions the wife gets it, which that alone is worth its weight in platinum. Absolutely. Absolutely. Having a spouse That's... that understands what you're going through, that understands when I say nothing. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, it's not necessarily that nothing happened. It's just yeah. that maybe you don't want to address it at that particular moment. Now, mm -hmm. to your question, how do you set boundaries with nice people? Well... It kind of depends on who those nice people are. I mean, if these nice people are close family relations or very, very good friends, I would say put your walls down a little bit and be a little vulnerable. And if they ask, maybe don't go into gory, gory details. Yeah. But share something that you're comfortable with, open up a little bit and kind of measure how they're going to respond, mm -hmm. see how they're going to treat you after it. Uh, and if it goes well, then maybe next time you share a little bit more. Certainly. Um, I'm not saying, you know, at the, when I, here's an example. When I come home from a, a fatal collision call out and one of my first ones, there was a 19 year old college student, female, that was going way too fast, hit a pole. Long story short, it looked like a roadside bomb went off. Mm -hmm. And there were 87 pieces of her spread throughout a, you know, 50-yard area. And the reason I remember that it was 87 because I was the guy holding the stationary pole and putting each the mark on each point of evidence, of body yeah. evidence. And it that has stayed with me to this day. Yeah, and even just that even just that description, some of our listeners who aren't in the disciplines might be saying, oh man, that's TMI. It, it, and but, that might be. But there's there's a different setting for you mm -hmm. and, and your comfort level with me Absolutely. and a lot of our listeners that are in the discipline. And yeah. Aaron is probably saying, oh man, tell me more. Where's, do you guys do a show on that one? It, yeah. So there's definitely different things you can look at. The, the way I think about it, when, when folks that don't know exactly what I do ask, I think about would this be appropriate for a TV show at nine o'clock on the networks? Now, the networks have kind of let their quality yeah, slide yeah, a little say, bit. Um, that, that is a sliding scale. But a, a, a description you just made might be appropriate for that. It might be deemed inappropriate. And we want to make it so it's inferred that that happened instead of we directly describe it. So I just try to kind of just, just put it in a little, a little box with a bow, especially for the mother-in-law when asked, you know, oh, did you go on that call? Well, yeah, I did. And it was horrid. But I'm going to tell her, no, no, wasn't me. Because I don't want to get in that far detail with that person. Okay. Now, like Aaron, I have a wife who gets it. So it might just be a she comes up to me after the fact. Because usually, you know, texting back and forth throughout the shift or a sure. quick quick message here and there or a I'm okay, I love you for her means, well, something happened and he'll get back to me when he can. Yep. But there's there's different different little groups. You got to kind of... Kind of like when you tell your kids a story and then you tell your buddies a story. Oh, yeah. It's probably going to have different words. Yep. <laughs> different ways of saying things. You, you do need to kind of silo off certain parts of your life. And it's, 
it's not that you can't talk about it at all. It's that you just need to be careful who you talk about it with, because if and, you and what level of detail you yeah, go into and if as well. and if you try to open yourself up, say you're going to, a, and he mentions that there's a, a group that he tries to go to every now and then over at the church, and maybe they get it, maybe they don't. But if you try to open up to the wrong group, it could be even worse than not opening up at all. And that's another reason that that scene in that film is so powerful, is because he would rather leave the wife and the kid and go back to what he knows and loves than try to explain to someone who's just not going to get it. You know, thinking about that scene, because we, we watched the, the video when, when he sent it over, mm-hmm. and my, my, one of my first thoughts was, yeah, maybe she isn't the right person for him. And that, you know, that can be a challenge too. That's, that's, that's tough because you've got that thought of, I'm really hurting. I've experienced these things. I've seen X, Y, and Z. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't censor when I'm talking to the wife. I tell her about those 87 points and I go into more detail with mm-hmm. her. Um, and she's a special individual because it takes a very special person to really want to hear those kinds of things. But part of it for me really is exercising those demons because I don't want to carry mm-hmm. that 19-year-old girl with me for the rest of my life. I yeah, don't. You can't. I, I, exactly. Um, you know, and, and part of the solution may be talking to a professional. And there is nothing at all wrong with that. Hell I'm no. in the middle of that right now. There's and I'm nothing not, wrong I'm with I'm not it ashamed in the, in the slightest to talk about it because I've done it in the past and it was so powerful for my healing that when I ran into some issues a little while ago, it was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm, I'm going to go back to what I know works and I'm going to give it a shot. And not everyone needs to go and do that and talk to a professional. Sometimes just reaching out to a stranger. I mean, look how, I'm going to use the word cathartic, our blogs were. Oh, not yeah. only for us, but for other people reaching out. Hey, man, yeah. I'm going through the same thing. Yep. And now we're in this new format, this audio format, where we can actually have a two-way conversation instead of just dumping our feelings out anonymously. Right. That can initially be very positive. One of the first things... Uh, my new therapist asked was, have you tried journaling? Like, yep, worked great. Done with yeah. that. Yeah, what not going to do it again. What, what else, else you got? got? <laughs> yep. Have you considered talking to a friend? Yep. We have a podcast. <laughs> uh, but going through You're all these. The highlights there, Doc. Yeah, going really through all these. Really that money. <laughs> all these coping mechanisms that have worked for so many people. And maybe that's something something that can help. That you've got a journal where you, you put out the the most emotional details just to get them out and see them in written word can yeah, and be it, and it doesn't, transformation. It, it doesn't have to be uh, in the form of a blog on the internet. It nope. can be in a, an old school analog notepad by the bed. Just, or you can just write it down on a piece of paper, look at it, feel good about it, rip it up, throw it away. Yeah, absolutely. That works there, too. There is something about getting, getting the words and the feelings out of your head and onto the page that they can lose some of their their punch, their power, their their yeah. ability to so mess with you. Our emotions become our actions. Absolutely. That's something that I learned a long time ago. So if you're more emotional in a situation, it's going to determine what actions you take. So if you are purposeful with your actions, you can actually control your emotions on certain things. And that is why some of us get the, the wife says, I have paramedic mode where I'm no longer Justin, I'm no longer dad, I am suddenly in this paramedic mode because that's just- I've got cop mode. And and the thing is, is she exploits it. She's like, I need you as a paramedic right now. And I know that there's something that, um, there's a finger missing or (laughs) there's an old lady choking on a cruise ship or, or, you know, somebody's ear is almost, whatever it is. Yeah. But having that, that 
that separation that we have allows us to deal with things in the moment, to bypass that emotional response initially, and we'll process it later. What I'm finding is too many people skipped that processing it later part. Yeah, you know, when, when I teach at the academy or if I've got a trainee, one of the things I talk about often is if you continue to bottle up all of these experiences you have, all of these emotions, and you don't, you know, tap that release valve every once in a while, that pressure is going to build and yep. build and build. And at some point, you're going to destroy your life, uh, life of a family member, uh, mm -hmm. maybe somebody at work. Your marriage is going to implode. Yep. You're going to have a horrible gonna be, relationship with your children. You're going to be the guy or the girl that nobody wants to work with because after seven years on, you've seen it all and done it all. Mm -hmm. And you're just this cynical, maladjusted malcontent that nobody wants to be around. And now it's important to remember that some Garys are just Garys. That's true. That's yeah. true. They, you, you look at a Gary who you know for sure is not doing well emotionally, yet appears to be very, you know, happily married, the kids are happy, all these things. You, you, you'll never know the demons that other people are struggling with mm -hmm. unless they come out and tell you. And that's one of the problems that Aaron is experiencing is he's got these demons and he's trying to figure out how to lighten that load and he's not sure who to talk to about it. Yeah. And that is very, I wish I had an answer for him that wasn't pretend it's a TV show. Uh, but that that's just how my brain thinks about it. I get calls all the time. Uh, we just had a big five alarm fire in the city yeah, the other day. Yeah, saw that. Big fire. Uh, the mother-in-law was sending me messages. Are you at the fire? She knows full well I work at the airport. But she doesn't understand that I wouldn't get called to that. So, right. no. That, that was my response. No. Because I'm not going into details. Other people were calling asking me, hey, I, I saw two truck was there. Was that, were they on the fourth alarm, the fifth alarm? I thought they were Chinatown on the other part of town. Those people all get involved with the yeah, conversation. Yeah, they, they, they get it. They have, they have some they sort of context. They get it. Like Aaron's yeah. wife gets it. Yeah. So it's that context and you really have to lead into it. I have spent, oh my goodness, the better part of 25, almost 30 years dealing with my mother-in-law and trying to explain to her the fire service. It hasn't worked now. It's not going to work in the future. You're, you're a slow learner, son. It, you know what? And, and I joke with her because anytime something comes up with the wife that drives me nuts, I have to tell her, man, I've had her longer than you did. So I guess it's my fault. You know? <laughs> um, but, you know, you, you mentioned an interesting thing about tapping that relief valve. And that is one of the most important things. And we, we joke around, you know, we, we started the show with opening up a beer. Yeah. You know? um, if you find yourself going to... Uh, alcohol, prescription medications, illicit medications, drugs, something that is unhealthy in excess as your pressure relief valve, you will crash and burn faster that's one of them, than uh, someone who lets it build that's up. That's one of them, what do you call uh, the danger signs? Yeah, and it's it's one of those things. The first thing they ask you when you call up to get help, like I did, and I, again, I'm not ashamed to share it. They say, are you in a safe place? Yes. Are you trying to hurt yourself? No. Are you drinking more than you should? Yeah. That's why I'm on the phone with you. <laughs> because I turned around hey, at one I'm point. I'm sorry it took me so long to answer. I had a mouthful of beer. Yeah. I turned around at <laughs> one point and it was like, I'm using the wrong coping mechanisms and I know better. Right? Yeah. So, so yes, we joke around and we, and we, we have a beer while we record the shows and it's, it's just something that we have. But we also know from dealing with each other that at some point there's going to be a, hey dude, let's take a break. Yeah. Let's be done. Yeah. And, and having somebody to watch out for you. And it's, it's difficult at the same time because these coping mechanisms, these walls that we put up, if they aren't healthy, 
those other people that we're talking to may not understand what we're going through. And it makes it even more complicated to talk things through. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll see all that and I'll, I'll raise this for, for Aaron. Call. <clears throat> Wait, what? Oh, sorry. I thought we were playing cards. N no. Oh, because I said raise. Uh -huh. God, I, I see what you did there. Yeah, mm. that's timely. Sorry, we, we were Anywho. all serious. I had to break, <laughs> had to break it there for a minute. You know, we talked about journaling. Uh, mm -hmm. and it really depends on how your brain works. Um, I type faster than I write, which is why I opted for a digital format. Mm -hmm. But something else you could, I mean, consider a, some kind of a podcast. Maybe you're looking for help. Seek out professionals that have a, a book that just came out, a program they're launching, mm -hmm. something that you can tap that knowledge, and you can bring them on, and you can get, wait for it, free help. Because, hey, here's what I'm struggling with. A lot of people in my, my audience, it doesn't matter if you have an audience or not, by the way, mm -hmm. my audience that you're, you could be building, they, they are curious about these kinds of things. What would you offer them? What kind of strategies would, would you want them to do? Spoiler alert, that's kind of how we come up with some of the topics for our show. Exactly. It's, it's what we're going through in our lives that influences what you guys yeah. hear on the show. Absolutely. And that's why it's, what's your emergency? We sit down like, hey, dude, what's your emergency? Yeah. What's your emergency? Uh, I went through a dark period about two months ago. Had some pretty oh, yeah. serious yeah. issues going on. Yep. And I, I knew... Uh, who to talk to, how to talk to them about it, reach out to the wife, reach out to you, reach out to some professionals, working through it. Yeah. It just, it takes time. So when you, if you find yourself in that scene from the Hurt Locker and you're pouring your heart out and, and trying to relieve that pressure and the person you're talking to is just kind of, huh, huh. Yeah, vacant, oh, is that, vacant What color blue stare? is that shirt? Find somebody else. Just yeah. cut off the conversation. I got to, oh, I got laundry in the water. I got to go. You can, you can pull a Jason. You can, yep. when, when we what, go, mom? Yeah. Okay. When we go camping and we've been <laughs> drinking all day long or, you know, having a good time, at mm -hmm. some point there's a little voice in the back of my head that goes, you're, you're all done. You can go to bed now. I will literally stand up in the middle of a game or a conversation be like, I'm yep. going to bed and I'll just go to bed. Yeah, we were I'm in the out. middle, we were in the middle of a game of uh, Cards Against Humanity, I think yep. it was. Yep. And uh, you went straight into bed and then it was uh, Chachi who soon followed and his boots stayed outside the tent <laughs> yeah, they sure for the did. rest of the night. That they was sure did. Those good times. Yeah, but yeah. that was that was a, a recreational indiscretion. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. was not a coping mechanism no, of discretion. And there's and there's a big difference between the two. Don't be able to don't be afraid to walk away from a conversation. That's not helpful, though. Exactly. Is, is what I'm saying. And it, there was a comedian. I wish I had his name, and, and maybe this will kind of end the show on a lighter note here, Aaron. Hopefully, we answered your question. Uh, but the guy talks about, you know what I want to do? I want to have conversations with people uh, where I can end them like they do on Shark Tank. You ever watch the Shark Tank <laughs> show? Oh, we watch Shark Tank all yeah. the time. So the guy says, Love somebody comes show. up to you, starts having a conversation, you My just kid. go, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to stop you there. Uh, I don't see the kind of growth that I'd be interested in. I don't see what I can bring to your situation. And for that reason, I'm, I'm out. out. And just walk away. Yeah, I love it. You That's can fantastic. do that. Yeah. Because imagine you're talking to someone and they just say, you know what? I just can't right now. I got to go. Are you going to follow them? No. No, you're going to follow up maybe later with a text or something, a phone call the next day. Like, hey, man, you okay? No. You, you kind of cut it off abruptly. Is there anything I can do? You know, there's a, a, a movie that I've, I've long loved uh, with John Cusack from way back in the day. And he is talking on the phone uh, to his ex-girlfriend, uh, Beth. Mm -hmm. And he says, uh, 
I got to go. Christmas tree's on fire. And he hangs up on her. And it's like July <laughs> or, or whatever. You know, it, I well, actually it wasn't. It was the holiday season in the, in the film. But yeah. I've said that before with talking with people. Oh, you mm-hmm. know what? I, I want to be somewhere else. <laughs> just get up and leave. Yeah. And it, <laughs> They're like, what, what just happened? And it's and it's okay to do that. Hell yeah, absolutely. And you, Wait, you'll yeah, realize. Well, hang on, you you gotta pick and choose who you do that you with. You do have to pick and I choose. Mean, you, and I was you, gonna say, if you realize you keep doing that every time you're talking to someone, yeah, maybe that, that's someone you shouldn't talk to again. Anymore. One of them danger signs. One of them danger signs. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, Aaron, we hope that answers your question. That was a that was a doozy of a question, man. That I'm, was a doozy. I'm of a leaning question. on the bench here at MCPD, just kind of like, <laughs> man, why has it got to be so heavy? Uh, if, but if, no, you, this is, this if you is have a question huge, for uh, for us, you can please do us a favor. Send us an email either to justin at wyeradio.com or jason at wyeradio.com. Or you can go to our website at, wait for it, wyeradio.com. Yep. Click the little blue tab on the right sidebar. Record your question. We'll put you on the show. And we'll do our best to answer it. Mm-hmm. We, right? will, we will do our best. And, and again, Aaron, I hope I hope we got it through there. But the most important thing is... If we didn't answer your question, Aaron, there's somebody out there in the audience right now that just realized, hey, you know what? Maybe I'm not where I want to be. And that's the most important thing. Look out for yourself, then look out for each other. You can't help other people if you are in crisis yourself. Exactly. Which leads me to uh, another thing. If, if Aaron, if you find yourself not having somebody to talk to, you can always reach out to us either on, you know, through Facebook at mm-hmm. facebook.com slash WIE radio show. Send one of us a message and we're, we're happy to talk at any time. That's why we started this silly little show yep. in the first place. Just start your little thing with off the record and uh, none of it will make it on the show. There you go. Or we'll change your name to Gary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never know. Got to right, get that guys, content somewhere. No, that guys. is the end of this Ask WYE. Be Thanks healthy, be so safe. much. Appreciate it. And we will uh, we will catch you next week. Cheers. Peace out.